Ah, you know what it is. Welcome back. Kicking it with Kilo and Q. Yes, sir. And today, we have a special, special, special guest with me, obviously. You know what I'm saying? You can see the resemblance already. It's my mother, also known as Chef Karima. You know, you know the vibes. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah, so you know, do it like how we always do. You know, you know what it is. We'll go through, talk about her chef life, her chef skills, and all those things for a little bit. Break it down. Uh, just get to know you a little bit more, and then we'll touch on a little bit of the topics going on. In the world today, surrounding you know some some topics, and then we'll let her go, and because she has things to do, and then we'll finish off with some stuff about the All Star Weekend, All Star Format, and trade deadline in the NBA. So you know what it is, just you know, say hi to the people and everything. Hi, the people. <laughs> 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 say hi to the people. What up, yo? Chef Kramer here. Okay, so um, yeah, this is gonna be kind of like a little awkward because you know I kind of know the story, but I don't really actually now that I think about it. So. Uh, We'll get right into it. So, one, it's Chef Karima Inc. And it's also Tastes So Good Inc. as well, right? Tastes So Good Foods. Foods. All right. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So, why'd you come up with the name Tastes So Good? Actually, a friend of mine was, he had the name, the domain name. He was mm. getting rid of it. And he's like, do you want it? And so, I made sure it wasn't uh, being used. And I took it. And it works because my food Tastes, tastes so, so good. good. <laughs> right? okay. so that's how I got that. Easy to remember, nice to see. Exactly. Nice exactly. to see. I know we should have kept a couple of those little spring rolls to show, but I think we boxed all them, and yeah. I only got one. Those spring rolls got beat. There's still a couple. All right, bless. Yeah, we'll show, we'll show you guys a little extra spring roll. Speaking of that, so I might as well just ask it. Um, all right. So, what was the inspiration to do the fusion of Caribbean food with like different cultures? Because for people that don't know. When I said there's um, spring rolls, my mom makes like ackee and saltfish spring rolls, curry goat spring rolls, oxtail, pepper shrimp, you know, just to name a few, you know what I'm saying? So what was the inspiration to fuse that type of stuff with other cultures, I guess? Because even with the lasagna, you do like jerk lasagna, so it's not all the same. So my tagline is mom had me cooking since the 80s. So my mom legitly had me cooking since the 80s. And any 70s kids immigrants of any culture we were pretty much latchkey so we had to at least take the chicken out the freezer to let it thaw out right so that's a running joke <laughs> if it's not um, thawed out so um I started off with that and then mommy started to teach me how to season up the meat or whatever so mommy your grandma uh, really was my inspiration for food and the love of food so um, between whatever we cooked at home which was Trinidadian Bajan foods. I grew up with a lot of Jamaicans um, and Guyanese and then a lot, and then I met a, a lot of the other islands and I'm very about the islands and the creoleness of it. The creoleness? I just made up a word. <laughs> so the islands, the Caribbean islands is, is like a creole part of who we are. French, Dutch, English, Spaniards, African, Indians, right? So um, <clears throat> in that, because I love food and things that I like, I want to infuse it with the Caribbean. So I love lasagna, so that was one of the things I wanted to do was make a jerk chicken lasagna. Yeah. And I started off with that, I think. Was that, was that the first one of the first things yeah, I did? remember the first time I we had it? So. And you're eating Bro. it, and this guy was like, yo, why am I sweating? Yo, <laughs> I, I love spicy food. That was booming. <laughs> and then yo, she's like, oh hot. yeah, it's jerk. We had no idea. We're like halfway through, like, yo, it's hot. Like, <laughs> is this, it also, it was yeah. booming. I think that was one of the first things I like publicly put out there to the 
to the city, to the world, I guess, <laughs> was the jerk chicken lasagna. And then I just started infusing whatever it was that I liked. So now it came to like the spring rolls. I'm like, I had some leftover. No, a lie me I tell. <laughs> a chef brethren of mine came with the idea to me with the ackee and sulfur spring rolls. I don't want to get cussed up, eh? <laughs> so he came with that. So when I was running, um, managing a restaurant at King's Road in Morningside, um, it was like mine, so we were running it, that had some leftover curry goat. I said, oh, I don't know how that would taste in a, in a spring roll. So <laughs> that's how that came about. And then it was always like a leftover of something. I'm like, oh, oxo rice and peas. Why can't I go into the spring rolls? I'm Trinidadian. We have macaroni pie, callaloo, and some stewed chicken in a spring roll. Why not? So um, that's how that came about. And just like other little things, whatever pops in my head, like I do a, a macaroni pie fried ball. Sphere oh, yeah. for the man's in the back. Sphere. Spheres. Pause. So yeah, so so yeah, that's how it pretty much the fusion is of my style of cooking came about. Okay, so I have a question. A question. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. A little. So take one little step away from the food. Of course. And let's step into like black entrepreneurship okay. side now. <clears throat> so. As a chef, obviously, like, you know, I have, like, you know, family, friends who are obviously chefs and whatever the case is, so I know a little bit about the world and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I obviously know, like, you know, especially as, like, an established chef, when you know you have skills and, you, you know, you're, you're qualified. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's options for you to take a, safe, like, a safer route, like, maybe to, like, work or become a head chef for, for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, asking you as a young black entrepreneur, oh, what, what made you decide to take, the, to take that avenue, to take that lane? It took a minute before I got there. I always knew I didn't want to work for anyone, but I have four children. I still and I still have them, right? But at the time, I was like thirty, and I was still trying. My mom had just passed a year before. I was like, so I had to work and I had to figure out life for my four younger ones and then my siblings, all that. Um, so around thirty-two, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, no, I can't. I need to have a job to sustain for my children. I can't just go out there and just become an entrepreneur. But it was at 38, I legitly looked in the mirror, and you gotta do that sometimes. Look in the mirror, figure out what it is what you want with your life, and talk to yourself, and you will find out, yo, I was crying, okay? Cause I wasn't happy, I wasn't doing what I want to do. So 38, 2013 going into 2014, I still had my four children, I still had to figure out life, there was a program, they no longer have it anymore, but it was a program called OSEP. It was an amazing program uh, for uh, small businesses. Okay. I went through that for 48 weeks, 42 weeks, I apologize. And I just didn't turn back. I just okay. kept going. Um, I did, however, work at a restaurant called Fuse, which was black owned, and that's the only reason why I worked there, because I knew them, and I was still able to do my own stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. If you have a job and you're able to side hustle for a while, do that. Save up some, save up some money. What do you guys call it? Stackle. <laughs> there you go. Sure. <laughs> <just, just> <laughs> um, save up some as much as you can. If you could do six months, great. If you could do a year, even better. But um, save up some money, man, and then get your your followings or whatever it is that you're doing. Like what you guys are doing right now. You guys both have jobs. 
you guys are doing your podcast, your other side hustles that you guys have going on, keep doing that until you've got your stacks up and then you can leave your, your jobs. Even if you if you have a secure job with awesome pensions, keep that. Keep that. Right? But um it's it's not easy. People are gonna say, Why are you doing it? Don't listen to the the negative comments, but there's constructive criticism. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. There are people that are gonna look at you and say, Why? Where there are other people, why don't you do it like this? Like this, okay. There's a big difference. Big time, big time. Mm-hmm. So when you hear the whys and how comes and the blah blah blah, don't tell that person nothing again. <laughs> because they have nothing but negativity and, and bad energy to come around you. I don't have that no more. And try to have people around you that are also like-minded, not necessarily in the same business that you're in, but other entrepreneurs or other people that want to do side hustles. That's what you should do. That's what I do, and a lot of my friends are either entrepreneurs full-time or side hustlers. Side hustle, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, all right. I so, appreciate that noise. Thank you. That was dope. Um, so... You have a midnight brunch yes. coming up. You've already done it before. Uh, the next date is February 21st. First. First. Yes. All right, so I, that's a Friday. It's a Friday. But how it works is, remember, it's midnight, people. So it's Friday night going into Saturday morning. And it's from midnight to 4 a.m., which I was confused about. What sparked the idea of that? Because that's like a dope idea. Everybody right. that sees it, they like it. Right. Because especially for people that are done work later, if they're leaving the club or something like that. Exactly. So a, a chef brethren of mine that I only know off of IG, he's actually a two-chain chef. Oh, okay. shit. Okay. His name is Chef Aleem. Instagram, Chef underscore Aleem. <laughs> Shout out. He started it. And I'm like, I, call, I, I hit him up. I said, yo, can I do this in Toronto? And he's like, yeah, thank you for asking. Because I could have just did it. Did it, yeah. And just... not, you know, but because I you know <clears throat> this is somebody I follow... And I love his stuff, you know what I mean? He's like, yeah, please do it. So if you, if you search it now, it will say, he said he's the first one to start it, which he was, and then I have Midnight Brunch Toronto. Okay. So when I put it out there last, so I did it in December, listen to me, eh? <laughs> I thought, I didn't know what I was going to expect. I was hoping for 20 people. Like 55 people came through. Wow. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, man, this is dope. So, I'm doing another one, like uh, Kilo said, um, Friday. <laughs> Did not call me Kilo, so that was the weirdest thing ever. I know, I know. Even when I heard that, she's on the kicking it with Kilo. I know, I know, I know. I know, it just threw me off for a second. I was like, what? Moms is on the vibes, dog. I'm not going to call out your government down here. You don't even mention my government. You call me eight different names before you get to my name. I actually call him my son. So, um... So, uh, yeah, Friday, February 21st, 11.45, the doors open because there was a big confusion with time. People, 12 a.m. is midnight. 12 a.m. is a brand new day. <laughs> it's not noon. So, anyways, it was a running joke. I had to, like, do a video. Mm-hmm. And to, listen, I had to get digital, <laughs> digital um, a screenshot, digital um, clocks. Clocks, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so I put on this one, 11.45, the door's open, but it starts at midnight. Um, so it's, yeah, so it's brunch. So we're going to have some um, vegan cornmeal porridge. Um, I'm doing the chicken and waffles. <laughs> I'm doing the chicken and waffles, uh, red velvet waffles, with my very delicious uh, rum cream syrup. I'm mm-hmm. um, doing a mac and cheese, 
to go with some Korean style ribs or if you're vegan, Korean style um, portobello mushrooms. And then I'm gonna do uh, Trinidadian, Bajan, saltfish bulgeol, tomato choka, fry bake, Planting, so that's for the last one I did. I had more. Uh, I had Jamaican uh, kalaloo. Okay, I did okay. scrambled eggs and stuff, but people were really not too tough on the scrambled eggs. They wanted said, the real food. They yeah. wanted the real yeah. food. So I said, you know what? But <clears throat> the waffles have to be. There. The waffles gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. And then I got a couple sponsors. Uh, oh, oh gosh, the, out, the, the Rum Shack and um, Fab Box. Shout out the Rum Shack and Fab Box. You know? yes, 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 yes. On Instagram. Thank you for fucking with Mama. Yes. How did you go about getting sponsored? Mm. So thankfully, that's a good question. Right that here. is a good question. So there's you could do paperwork if it's a big company you want to get with, like say um for me, let's say Loblaws. Mm. I'd uh, write out um, a proposal of what it is that I want, and I'd take it to them and talk to that that franchise owner. Now with the Rum Shack and the Fat Box, I actually know both of these people, mm. so yeah. they came to me and said. This is the second one. Second one, uh, the Rum Shack. He's now getting out his juices and his his, his um, alcoholic beverages. Yeah. So he's sponsoring in that way. The Fab Box. Uh, she does. Other. Uh, she does so much. She. Um. Her and her partner. They have a wine company called Nourishing Wine, mm-hmm. which is delicious. Nice. Black owned. Two. Um, uh, <laughs> black women. Uh, what do you think, sisters? West Indian background, but from t- Toronto. Toronto. Mm-hmm. So that's the Fab Box, and yeah. So there's um. I I haven't had to deal with actually going out there to beg for mm. sponsorship yet, but I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> because hey, the next That's midnight brunch is gonna be coming in another two months, right? So exactly. I wanna I wanna do it every two months for now and mm. see how it's going because like you said, kilo, <laughs> like you said, um, I was out last night and the kitchen closed at midnight and mm. we were hungry. hungry. Right? Not and everybody I'm, wants to eat a hot dog no, after the club. Exactly. Like, exactly. So, and I came home grill, and I made a very delicious Harvardi and a Gouda grilled cheese sandwich. It was delicious. Oh, I thought you were going to bring up the macro. How I'd done that stuff. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so. You got a question too? All right, Graham's in the back holding it down like always. As, as, a, as a young black entrepreneur that's a woman, right? What advice would you have for other young black entrepreneurs coming up? In this era of like social media and like, you know, the pressures of life for a young black woman, mm-hmm. what kind of advice would you give them to try to make it to where you're at? Weird. What's this young word? Okay, never mind. Yeah, continue. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> joking. You are young. The death was. Well, with social media, let me tell you, my favorite platform just off of, I'm going to take that part first. Is Instagram favorite because I can't lie I get more than half of my uh, customers from Instagram I don't do a lot of them I do Facebook Instagram and I now start to do LinkedIn more I'm not the, the other ones but utilize those utilize those not just the young black women but anybody young black coming up use social media to your advantage don't post sporadically. If you can do a page uh, for, like you guys have Kilo and Q, but then you also pay, post on your actual pages too, have a separate account, right? 
Um, see who you could talk to. Who, who do you know that's doing the same thing? I'm always open to help anyone, especially if they're a chef, to like call me, call me, mm. or, or find me on social media. It's easy. I will give you whatever answers I can give you. Like someone was on um, a group on somebody's page and they were selling themselves so short. Like I was like, I, I, I inboxed them one time. I said, ma'am, no, no, no. Those prices are for, for oxtail. You want to give, sell that for $8? Of course people are going to come and buy it. But that's how much it is a pound. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You can't. So when I and a couple other people reached out to her separately, she was like, thank you so very much. You should change your prices. Okay. It takes time. Because I was one that I was, I was pricing horribly for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. You have to factor in your time, your skills. Your labor, which is time, <laughs> right? And, and, and whatever product that you're selling. You're selling yeah. So if I'm going to do an oxtail meal for 100 people, it's not going to be $100. So when clients come with some outlandish prices too, no, no, then go buy it yourself and cook it yourself. Because that's disrespectful to, well, chef, yeah. to not just the chef, just to... Even just your time. Yeah, yeah. Right, like time, yeah. the oxtail itself is going to be like $150 to $300 for 100 people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you have to just figure it out. Don't get me wrong, family, friends discount happens a lot with, you know, certain things I work with in your budget. You can't have champagne ideas and big beer budget. <laughs> <laughs> don't work so, right? That's a fact. You can't have that, right? Um, but, yeah, if you need to learn more about doing podcasts, look up whoever you can look up. Even if you don't know them, uh, Martha Stewart was one of, even though she's not a chef and she says she's not a chef, she's dope at cooking. That's somebody, I don't know Martha Stewart, but I go on her page, I look at what she's doing, and then I kind of learn from that. There was also an, uh, a black lady, B.B. Smith. She has dementia now, so mm. it's so sad to see her go frail like that. But she was like the dopest black chef entrepreneur. She was like the black version of Martha Stewart. Mm. Well, that's what I called her, because she did all these other things as well as cooking, right? But yeah, just... Sometimes your mentors aren't people that you actually know. You know what I mean? Just pick up a book, follow that person, and then just learn what you can from them. It's dope. Be free it's dope. To take that, that jump, take that leap, you know? Yeah. Quick and, yes, <clears throat> and take it. Don't be afraid. It's hard as shit. But you have to jump off the porch. How hard it is. I work for myself. Sometimes I don't know now where the money's coming, but... I don't let that deter me from what it is that I want to do. Because it's going to come. It's going to come. Exactly. So you have to also try and stay positive. Don't let your own negative thoughts mm-hmm. stop you from doing whatever you have to do. But at the same time, if you're feeling down, take that day. Self-care yourself. Don't do any work. And just chill. If you, 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 you smoke a spliff, smoke a spliff. You, you eat, you want the ice cream. You know, do whatever it is that go to the spa self-care yourself that day and just don't think about anything and then come back and do it again. Power up. Yeah. Mm. So before we get into the rest of the plans for the 2020, um, just because this is a big thing <laughs> that I've been noticing more and more people don't do, 
But as a chef, how do you feel about people not cleaning their meat before they uh <laughs> before they cook? Well, no. So, so I had so, to. You know, so you got a chef here. Thing. When you do your food handlers, when you go to culinary school, they do not do that. Oh, wow. So they don't clean their meat. Yeah. What do you mean they don't teach? Listen to me. When you're going for your food handlers, you cannot write on there that you wash your your meat with nothing more than water, eh? Mind you, every other culture but North Americans, I want to say. That was a good way of saying what we wanted. (laughs) North Americans, yeah. Keep it 100. Aside from Europeans, everybody else legitly cleans their, their, their foods with salt, lime, and vinegar. When I went to culinary so did school, I. when I went to culinary school, our chef, who was English, he wasn't as bad as Ramsey, but he's English and they are very, you know, they're harsh. Yeah, they're harsh. <laughs> but he also worked in the islands. He's like, I know you guys are gonna do it, and he pointed to the West Indians. <laughs> the two Jamaicans, the four Trinis, the one um, Sri Lankan, and I think there was an Asian in there. He's like, I know you all are going to wash it, but do not write that on your test because you will fail. So they say, and it, it, it's not that it's cutting the bacteria necessarily, but brethren, there's muck on your meat. Mm-hmm. You have to clean mm. chicken. There's extra feathers extra like the yellow part of the, the, the skin or just the extra fat. The little fat. Come on. You have to clean it. Even if you don't clean it, you still have to clean it mm-hmm. and wash it. And I don't care <laughs> how tired I am. I don't shortcut that at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See how the Bajan just came in there? <laughs> My grandmother's Bajan, thank you. You're making me scared to not eat anywhere now. But no, no I've been scared. <laughs> what you, you talking about? You, uh, you can't wash it when you're ordering your food. <laughs> and know, you the <laughs> Yo, my regime, go clean this and then cook that again. Please. No, they're not. And mm. unless you're going to. And. Mm, shut up, Karima. So, yeah, what up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, let's move into what's the goals for. Chef Karima Inc. for the 2020. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Let people know it's popping for the year. Okay, so I said in my, um, my journal, oh, that's another thing, vision board. Even if you don't want to call it that, write down your goals of whatever it is that you want to do and just, even if you just write it and then just follow the steps to get to it. So last year I said, yeah, I'm going to get my restaurant. But I didn't do anything. <laughs> I did zero. I just did catering. I didn't try to like, do anything else to get this restaurant. July 1st, I'm getting my restaurant. Now, that being said, I saw a girlfriend of mine and she's like, why don't you do like a GoFundMe? I'm like, no, people are gonna say blah, blah, blah. She's like, I don't care, people are always gonna talk. They're gonna say something negative about something. Do it, so I'm actually gonna do, but not GoFundMe, it's called Indiegogo, that's for entrepreneurs. So it's a crowdfunding for entrepreneurs. Indiegogo, I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O. Check it out. So I'm going to do that to help me get either either or or both my food truck and uh, enough funds to get a restaurant. So my goal is my restaurant July 1st. So people, if you see me slipping, what are you doing today? So there's that and then also my spring rolls. I want to get them into stores. Into stores, yeah. 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 
more caterings, bring them on, um, more events. For pretty much, um, I like where I am now that I don't have to run down money. I appreciate the fact that if you are coming with some, I only want to pay this, but it really costs this much, then I'm not the person for you. You know what I mean? Just keep it on it. Just keep it on it. I'm not the person for you. I will work with um, organizations because nonprofits don't have no money. So that's a little different. You know what I mean? It, it, like certain, certain things I will work with, and that's what you have to decide for yourself. What works for you to, to sponsor? How much times a year do you want to sponsor something? Mm -hmm. What kind of sponsorship are you giving? I give my time to get the food. I will give you my labor. But I, I don't want to do both, mm. you know what I mean? Because that costs money. Food costs money. Taxes are on food. All these things. So 2020 is just keep, keep rising to the top. That's it. Mm. Give it all you got. Give it up. Sorry. <laughs> That's cool, all right? So I do switch over to a couple of topics that have been popping in um, the world today. And before we go into this one, here's one that I just had to ask you, because I know you're a big Janet Jackson fan, right? Uh, who's a better dancer, Sierra or Janet Jackson? Janet, what the heck's wrong with you? Sierra, there would be no Sierra. I know there'd be no. Janet. I know there'd be oh, no. Better. I know. There would be no, but who's better? Janet, brethren, if Janet was the same age as Sierra right now, she would Sierra would mop her up if they're the same age right now. Who are you talking Chris about? Brown would mop up Michael Jackson if they're the same age right now. No, but Chris Brown. No, no, but Chris Brown doesn't. watching Mike or Janet? Sierra? <laughs> Huh? Oh, 50 Cent did it. Chris Brown? Listen. I don't know. Chris Brown? He can get breezy on runs, though. Yeah, he's different because... He and he's also... He, he, he does he all Mike. these different things. No. No, no, he's do, he's Michael do, Jackson flip. Let me yeah, see. Chris Brown's going to do four backflips to do the Michael Jackson splits and then start moonwalking. And, and that's something that Sierra can do, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, this guy's like, I know, but that's not something that Sierra... That's not... I feel, I feel you. Mike looked like he was gliding. Mike, Mike used to float. That's what it is. Mike was floating. It's because of his body structure. Mm. The, way the, his, the way his body was structured, the way he moved. Yeah, it was massive. Else that I That's true. Like, I hear you. Because of the structure of his shit. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. But stuff that Janet was doing, Janet was the originator, yes. But Sierra's just... She's not the, the originator. No, I'm not saying the original. I'm just saying Janet was I'm the... Sorry, sir. All right, sir. oh, Lord. Sir. You remember the video? Don't let me see I didn't come out. The, the promise video. That is all Janet. I know. You know, all, sexier. All Janet. This is sexier. Who cares? But I don't know it, still. But you can't do that because back in, remember, Janet Jackson, Jackson is a frightening 10 times sexier than Sierra. Janet Jackson is the sex symbol. Right now, she's sexier. Oh, 90s, yeah. This guy said, is the sex symbol. There is no other era that was been hotter than. I know, but Janet Jackson's the 80s. She might be more than she's the 90s. No, and she's 90s. 90s. She's I know, 90s. but she's more so 80 than 90s. All of the 90s. Okay, when did Pleasure Principle come out? You, in 86. Yeah, but, but she went you don't remember all that song? the way to the 90s. So she went all the way. She's breaking that shit in the room with Busta Rhymes. You remember that? Yeah, but that's not the same song. I know what song is that. That's that's that. I love Sierra, but Miss Sarah. All right, Janet Jackson it is. All right, let's get to the smoke then. Let me drop my phone. Gil King and Oprah versus black men. What's going on? Yeah. Okay, okay. Hold on. Holy smokes, Hold on. Man. So, not with the death threats. That was... No, I don't no, think no. anyone's sending her no, death no, no. threats. Who, we don't know. I know but, but if it's Instagram death threats, so, come on. Hold on. But if she is, we don't know that. Mm. But they're saying that's what's happening. So, if that's what's happening... Cut now, that out, yeah. Done that. That is not... That's not... 
Can I interject and say something? I'm not saying that it's good, but I'm saying that you understand the world you're in when you're no, playing in the world. Brethren. When you say oh, certain words listen to on, me. on certain lines, listen you know. To me. You know. Listen to me. The stream is. First of all, it's not that serious for death threats. It is. No, it's not. But it is bad what there was. Listen, my child, no, I was never the biggest Kobe fan during the season. But off season, sorry, but off season, I respected his, the way that he was off season. Anyways, long story short, this, was, this happened 17 years ago. Everything that happened, whether she didn't testify, did testify, whatever, it was dropped. He got acquitted, right? Mm-hmm. It was acquitted he get? Mm-hmm. Case dismissed. Case dismissed, sorry. Case was dismissed. Now, you had 17 years to ask him about this. If you didn't want to ask him why he was still playing ball, you had three years since he retired to ask him this. So for you to wait, the man not even buried yet. Mm, that's the He's major He's not even thing. buried yet. And you're, so for Gail King, who is, she went to school to be a journalist. Not saying don't ask questions. Not saying don't ask these questions. But these are not the people to ask. You had 17 years or the last three years to ask mm-hmm. the person these questions. Mm-hmm. Now, again, people are going to come up because social media, a lot of people are very social media bullies and they'll say whatever they want to say behind it's the easy to get to them. They won't even say it in your face. And a lot even, of them are bots too. Uh, right, exactly. So for, for some of the, for Snoop, well, how, what he said and how he said, I understood what he was saying. He did not threaten her. What he said is, what did he say? Funky uh, dog head bitch. Okay, aside from that. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> yes, no, but he also said um, something about um, watch when I see you or something like that. Oh, I don't know. I, the video I seen, he didn't say anything like maliciously. Yeah. He was just like, yo, no, when, why would you do that? Oh, but I say it, you funky dog yeah, head. Yeah. And that's, that's the but video I see. When we, that's like us saying, I'm going to fuck this place up. We ain't doing shit. Mm-hmm. We're not going to bomb. We're not going to go take time to go build a bomb and fuck up any shit. But you have to watch what you're saying. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what I'm saying. The but threats, think- the threats, the death threats are unnecessary and if you're giving give her the same give her the same energy to give the white lady that brought it up hours after he passed give her that same energy so it's funny yeah i was gonna say what's funny is so i did say that i said yo i don't remember seeing this white lady or whatever but this girl i know she mentioned me and she said no 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 i seen it and they were going harder on her than they were on gail okay so that was something i didn't see but i think the reason with the gail thing because like i was saying with them and gail and oprah is because we've seen the michael jackson doc yeah. Then we know that Oprah tried to do the Russell Simmons doc and she only backed off because of the backlash she was getting from the black community. Right. And now this, this Kobe Bryant thing. And it's like, yo, Oprah, we have pictures with you with Harvey Weinstein. You're not saying nothing about him. Right. There's pictures with you with Donald Trump. You're not even mm-hmm. speaking about him. No. So there's other, her spiritual leader, uh, healer, I don't remember the man's name, but it's there. It's on Oprah's first master class or whatever show she had. Got convicted. Got convicted for raping like 600 people, kids and women. What? On now, Oprah, he's serving 19 years in jail or whatever. Yeah, yeah. On now, Oprah hasn't said nothing about So that's the thing where I feel like it's just people, they looked and they said, yo, you guys are attacking us, but you're not not keeping that same energy on the white folks. And we can't expect the white folks to do that because, yo, at the end of the day, they have their agendas too. But they're not tearing down their own. But at the same time, why is George Zimmerman still walking street then? If we're going to say that. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we have to keep the same energy. Da, da, da. No, he's. Listen no, to me. 
It, it, but you know what it is? Yeah, it's two different things. But you know one what it is? Murdered. Murdered. But you, exactly. One was murdered. Exactly. One was murdered. But it's two different. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay. You know what I'm yeah. Like, okay, I, okay. I was because even from my opinion, what I would even say with that situation, like with the George Zimmerman thing, it's like every we all know if George Zimmerman gets caught in a certain situation, it's a wrap. For it's him. a wrap for him, and he knows that. So the way George Zimmerman is living his life, the only thing that could really get to him right now at this point in time is like threats and shit. People are not running into George Zimmerman that feel strongly against him. He knows where sure, to be sure. yeah, and what okay, not okay, to be. Okay, 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 so when right. I say with, 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 with Gail King Galen, and Oprah now, because they're on the mainstream and they, are and they have, in a sense, like, <clears throat> these same, these same um, avenues and platforms that were pretty much like, 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 like telling people, like, hey, stop the death threats and whatever, are the same avenues and platforms that made them millions of dollars, right? So it's like, you got to take, like I said, you know the world you're in. You take the good with the bad. And when you say certain things that are on the borderline of, of real world crisis, I'm not saying like Koran was a world crisis, but the, destroying black people, destroying black images, that's, a, that's is, a crisis is, to us. As black men, it's a crisis. Right, and this is a Especially conversation. For black men. So anybody who's passionate. This is a conversation that could be ongoing for multiple, multiple ways and multiple levels. And before I forget this point, just remember your point. I seen some, I can't remember the lady's name, but it was a black girl. I was just watching it yesterday where she was speaking about it. What happened? <laughs> I wonder for how long. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I don't know. I have this here, too, so I don't even worry. So the last thing I was going to say about Kobe was a girl was on an interview, and she was saying how what we have to realize is that Kobe, even though as he was acquitted for it, Still apologize to the girl for feeling that yo, even though I thought it was consensual. No, not the exact quote, but pretty much I'm saying of even though I felt it was consensual, she did not. So I apologize for her feeling that way. And that's what he gave her money for. Exactly gave her money for that. And when you go to that, we apologizing for stuff that we didn't do. How many times did Emmett Till apologize for something that he didn't do and still got punished for it. This is what the girl, the black girl said. I'm not even going to act like, yo, I'll try to find your name and maybe I'll tag you with it. When I find it, it was on Shade Room this morning. First thing I seen this morning. Listen. She was mentioned that and I said, yo, that's the truth. That's another reason why with black men, it's like, not even just black men because it's more with everybody, but especially with black men. It's like, yo, somebody did something. It's like when people are bringing up Chris Brown beating up Rihanna in 2009 or 2008. All now, Chris Brown since then has had nothing like that. But people still be, he's a woman beater. And, How is he and, a woman and, beater if he did something once and never did it again? And they squashed it. They, they dated they, again. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay. So then, okay. So. so we need more forgiveness, what I'm saying. Like, for black okay, men, it's like so they don't want to forgive. So, true. So, well, for black people, they don't want to forgive. But don't let me get started. You know how I am. Mm. So, um, okay. So my question is, how long or what, what? Okay, do rapists get a timeline? Do child molesters get a timeline? And do murderers get a timeline? Like, if they serve their time, is that now it? No. It's not, because of the some court things, of public opinion, no matter I, what. I, yeah. I, think, I think some things are just, like, so far against the morals that, like, there's no coming back from it. Yeah, like... like so that it, taints you forever. Like, like, you got charged, you know, she, you, you were the... He was yeah. the person, was yeah. the rapist, we know this. And I think they forever have to be registered. Well, yeah, you're right. registered exactly. no matter what. Exactly. So it's like... Okay. Like, okay. Even if you come on and you... And they say, for example, like, you did a murder and you got out after 25 years, you did it young, whatever, right? When you come out the rest of your life, no matter what... You're still... People are gonna yeah. still 
Yeah, like right. you're tagged like, down as a person. Like, mm-hmm. Suppose you get out and you're going somewhere, like they have to let the town. Okay. town no, yeah, town especially if it's a raping yeah. things and it's stuff like, like okay, that. So there, now, yeah. can this person live their life? Now that's the thing, cause the court of public opinion, no matter what's not gonna allow you to live like Morally that. Like, personally, to them, I would say no. But to just live your life. No, no, general, but that's no, the no, thing. To be a living person, they probably and, could and, get a job. But and, the thing no, is, is that your coworkers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, I'm not saying. Uh, a, 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 a child molester should be working a daycare. No, no, no. God, God. But that's what I'm saying. He could work in but, construction. Yeah, Once like, your co finds out, oh, hey, that's you. Yo, you were a child molester? They're going to want to beat your ass. No matter what, the court of public opinion is never going to... It's not even just that. It's not even just that, but as a company now, you have to inform inform your employees of, of this type of people mm-hmm. coming to your... Mm-hmm. So, then, okay, so now your employees can have a thing to pretty much be like, yo, listen... Nah, but I don't want to work. Like you know what I'm saying. And now you have I am more think murder. There's a there's a, there's reasons for excuse summer. That why we have first degree, second degree right. because okay. self defense, manslaughter, yeah. raping yeah. and, and child molesting, like certain things like kid kidnapping yeah, kids and stuff that. like that. that. No matter what, yo, you should it's never be forgiven. Right. Personally, I don't even think I think that's what you should go to jail for life for. I think that's like if you yeah. rape or, or molest a kid, or you should go to jail for life on that. And if not, when they release you, you should be released to your own country. Like a country for rapists and child molesters, and you're not allowed to come back to the to regular society. And if they did that, you guys have your own thing. You could. But you know what? Though? Even you know even what? girl rapists. Well, no, if you're a girl child molester, you if, gotta go over there were, too. If they were to do that, though, they would have to treat the rape cases similar to homicide cases, where there have to be degrees of it. Because, for example, just like you said with Chris Brown mm. and Rihanna, right? It happened one time or whatever. So, like this time from like a lawyer standpoint, playing devil's advocate, that's what they're gonna argue too. Like, what do you mean my client can't make one mistake but and yo, then never... Slapping somebody you know and forcefully inserting your dick in them are two that's totally different things. That's what I'm saying. They would have to be... Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It would have to get so sticky because then they would have to have degrees for it. It would have to be, yo, if you do this type mm. of rape, you're gone for life. If you do this type of rape, you're getting well, 15 years. Like, well, you know well, what I'm that, saying? That, that, that is... The, yeah, I know what you're saying because rape is thing is, it's kind of sticky because the Colby thing, like, he didn't think it was rape and, or exactly, it's like how they say, like, you could be midway through having sex with a girl. Yeah, exactly. you can have, you know how, you know you how can bad that could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then, that's and, a little more that, risky. I don't like that, eh? That's a and little those more. Those ones, the, the the not just women, men too. Like let's just say, when people lie mm-hmm. about being sexually assaulted, mm-hmm. you need to go to jail too. Mm-hmm. The oh, same yeah. way that person would have went to you jail. You gotta be a sex offender. Yeah. You need. Yeah, I should you switch need, it around and be like, yo, this person's a false accuser. They should be. You should have to be. You see how they say that if you're on that and then you go into a neighborhood that has to be informed? If you're a false accuser and you're going to a neighborhood that should be informed that this exactly. person's a false accuser of rape and things like that. You know what's fucked with this shit though? I seen something the other day, I can't remember the exact specifics, but it's along the lines of this guy beat like a pedophile case. Mm. Like oh, as a as a girl or something like that, as a a kindergartner or something. Yeah, I seen that. I seen that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I seen that. That shit was some no. stupid shit. I didn't want to talk about that. Don't, but, don't upset me. Because of like I said years ago, and we're gonna get off this topic here because it's kind of a thing where I shouldn't really even kind of no, say this. No, okay, never mind. Done it. Doesn't matter. Done it. All right, we won't say it right now. This will be another later episode. Move on Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, the last bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wants to hear it, but just cut it off. Well, it's be hard. No, I was just going to say, when we. No, 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 no. Don't turn it off. Just when we. You see, years ago, a few years ago, when we started saying that everyone no. has the right to feel the way they want to feel, everybody has the right. I said, yo, we're, we're skating on a thin uh, yeah. ice saying that because technically, if you say, yo, they can't change, like, if I. 
not me. But if somebody wants to be a transgender and they can change how they feel, people that are rapists or pedophiles, they don't want to do it. They know it's wrong. It's mentally it's fucked in their head. That's why they're doing it sneakily. They're not going to do it out in, per- in public because they know it's wrong, but they can't help it. And then I said, they're going to start getting rid of laws for pedophilia and they're going to allow it again. Because back in the day, you remember back in the, you remember back in the 1800s, motherfuckers was, was marrying girls who were 14 and shit like that? Bro, in California, they're trying to do that already. T, Q, there is a P. There's a two in there. There's a number two. I don't they're try- it's not in there yet, but the- I heard in California they're trying to make it a sexual uh, preference. Bro, th- yo, yo, there's an there's, there's a, there's a organization. I heard. I'm yo, wrong. There's an organization I've seen. A man showed me what he's like, yo, fam, tell me it's not beer for You sent me a link to the thing, fam. It's, it's a link pretty much of like older men <clears throat> and younger boys who are like, in a sense, like, like, to, like they're, 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 they're agreeing that they want to be together. Crazy. I've seen that. So it's like the sites kind of tell them that it's like people life. together showing I've each other like, you want this. My bros, um, baby moms, his brothers in one of those, her brothers in one of those, like with an older man and he takes care of two of them. There's like, they're, they're older now, but he's like 60. And they're that was like deep, bro. And shit. Yeah, no, I heard he's about that. He's taking care of them and all the whole night. And he must have just passed away the other day. Mm. So now the bros, he's in the other... They're beefing. They don't know. They don't have nowhere to go now. Wow. My boy was financing them from everything from their young, sixteen, seventeen, and then moved them in with them, and then they're just. uh, That's crazy. And that's real fucking life. And I'm saying I know that, like close. Close. So imagine it happening with richer people and stuff like that. Yeah. So just imagine how fucking prevalent that shit is. Nowadays, the whole world. world. It's, yeah. it's, 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 there's, there's too much kidnappings now. Like, like they just it's, sex it's trafficking. Yeah, exactly. Bro. Always thinking that shit. That's what happens when you're. It's hard to say when somebody's a billionaire or close to a billionaire. They have the they have the resources. They have the money. They have the access to things that they can get away with them shit. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a favorite thing, and um, I don't even want to talk about that anymore. So we're going to wrap up this thing with one last thing that was going on in music that I think is funny because personally, I think that it proves that these two still love each other. But Nicki Minaj versus Meat Mill was popping on Twitter for the past few days. Like, they were going in on each other. Yeah. Accusations of this, accusations of that. And honestly, I just feel like when you've been broken up with somebody for like three, four years and you're still beefing, you love that person they still. They, they it's because bucked, he's been... Well, yeah, they they bucked and, and Nikki's husband pressed him. Oh, yeah. Because Nikki, yeah. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki... In the story. He has been saying. And, yeah, for at least from what I know, well, Nikki said, yo, you've been sending shots at my man for the whole year. No, no, no. no. And how, it was a song. Started, no, how it started was this. There was a picture that came out with the same of um, her boyfriend. Mm. And he was in a store. Outfit thing. And he was kind of like... I know, that, this is recent. This is recent. This is not oh, how it started. Like yeah, I'm saying... I this, 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 how, this is how it popped off this day. Yeah, yeah, that day. That's Because Meek liked the post. Because, no, he made a comment on it or something like that. Mm. Someone, oh, they got something, the bull working for the something, whatever. Yeah, whatever. yeah Meek, Meek didn't make that comment. Meek liked the post. Oh, that's okay, yeah, okay, Meek, okay. And because and James Harden posted a song that I don't even think Meek Mill released. But it started, it's like, oh... um. Oh, yeah, he's this is beyond me. Here. Yeah, and he's like, this is beyond me. You're supposed to be my Beyonce. Now you this nigga's fiance? Yeah. What you talking about? Oh, he, he, he makes you smile. Yeah. He nice you. Huh? The nigga wears um, 
boot-cut jeans with Balenciagas on. <laughs> so I'm saying he's this in the man. Clearly this in the man. And this is a street dude. Like, the man is a street dude. Came out the bin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even one time he walked on, he didn't realize that Nicki Minaj was on Instagram Live and the hammer's sticking out. And she's like, babe! And, like, kicked him off the thing. And he's oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, she yeah, didn't yeah, even yeah. know. Like, he's a street nigga. So, of course, and, and, and Nicki kept saying, for now on, I'm tired of you dudes dissing me. If you're a man and you're going to diss me, you're going to talk to my husband. Which I feel her. Because you're men. She you should, can't really... She should be. And that's how it should be. Now... But yeah, they're probably... But... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I hear you. You see, Nikki, like, she does that shit on Yeah. Exactly. Like, women, like, as a woman... Well, a lot of women do, to, yeah. do that. You're not supposed to do that. But... Your woman's not supposed and, to do that. And you know what... She's Trini. Hold on, mom. Hold on, hold on. You know, you know what New it is, York. Too? She's yeah. Trini and from New York. Yo, hold She's, on. Hold on, hold on. You know what, you know what it really is, too, though? Is that, yo... Her doing that, on my on my opinion, as a real nigga, that's a bitch move. Because you know 90% of First people, of all, hold on, hold on, 90% sir. of the people that are talking smack about her is music related. Your nigga is a street nigga. So now you're going to say go see him. So what type of, what's he going to do, hold make on. a diss track? But hold on, pause. You know what I'm saying? Hold so on. if I make a diss track about you, now I got to see guns coming. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's easy. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is in the hype rap game. Nah, but, but Meek... Okay, we can also say that he also knew what he was doing too. He, course, he does, he does. Right? But now they didn't, did they think they're gonna buck so soon after saying whatever? No. Probably not. So, but, but Nikki did apologize. She put out an apology oh, to did. Meek, yeah. and then Meek replied just, just recently. Very, like, they love each other still. And, that's and what it gonna, is. And you're gonna have love, and you're gonna do that. You're, and the only reason why I was giving Nikki a bribe on that is away, it's more than just Nikki egging it on because we watch Meat Mill and Safari. Beef with each other when I know, and this this is when Nikki this is when Nikki stopped. Like I was, she wasn't talking to Safari or Meek. I'm broke up with both of you guys. You guys are still beefing about me and about stuff that you guys said while we were together. Because that's what it is. It wasn't about no, no. Like that's what I mean. I didn't say this. Say this. Say this. Say this. Say this. Like that's what I'm saying. It came from her, but it wasn't about. Say you're hypothetically speaking, you break up with your girl, whatever, whatever, and then she has her new boyfriend, and a new boyfriend's kind of. And she and her, her and the new boyfriend, they're posting bear pictures, trying to piss you off. It's pretty much trying, like, now you're trying to, you're trying to embarrass me. Yes, that type of shit. Mm. When you're doing those type of things and then you're, you're putting it on Instagram, like, you're pushing it in the face. So it's like, yeah, we broke up and stuff, but there's certain things where, you know, as a man, well, there's certain things you can't, I understand where you're coming from. I know where you're coming from. You can't tell her that. I understand that. I understand, but but you can't can't say you're not supposed to care because at the end of the day, love is love, my nigga. Love makes people do things that they don't want to do. Yeah, but you're smart. in the limelight. This happens every day. Bro, love. Takes away your smarts, We know someone who's somebody, they bucking their, their beef, they're literally scrapping it out. So this is something that happens every day. It just fight over less. Over less. And this just so happens to be Nikki's oh, ex and exactly. yeah, and they're so, both happy to be I, very big prominent they, figures they right now. And, and what I liked is that they both apologize. Yeah, right. I like that too. That's, that shows yeah. maturity. I didn't see yeah. that either. I didn't see that. You know why? Because they're not going to show that as much as they're going to. Exactly. That's why I don't like things like the shade room. The shade room. You need to fix up a little stuff. Yeah, no. TMZ is owned by white folks and shit. Like I don't expect them to care about our culture. Shade room is black owned. Come on, bro. You're like DJ academics to me. Stop with the bullshit. You know what I'm trying to say? Like there's certain things. If you're going to show them beefing, then they should front page and center. I should have seen this morning that they apologized to each other, too. You know what I'm trying to say? I didn't even know that. I heard it on the radio today. This is what I'm saying. And I I respect the maturity of that. And and that's what it is. You're growing. You're getting older. What what is Nikki? 36 now? Yeah, yeah. And Meek is 33 or something like that. So they're getting older. They're getting older. Like, this is... 
Yeah. And you're too rich for that. Like, for to be honest, you're too rich for that. They're both too rich for that. I think they're all whack. So, uh, well, you know Meat Mill's my nigga. Straight on. Yeah, Nikki's my girl, so hush him out. Them, both of them are whack. Well, <laughs> first of all... <laughs> no, it's you, it's you. Half the rappers you listen to, you can't say that. But flipping... um, It doesn't matter. I thought I fucking them, niggas. No, no, a lot of the rappers you listen to are not real niggas. Name one. But, oh, I can start exposing, but I don't want to start saying it. I don't want to start saying Just say, I'll say it like this. Fuck just being real niggas. Who thinks everybody from Atlanta is fucking 50 bricks deep? Every what? nigga in Atlanta. Yes, you do. Yes, you do, dog. You try to tell me that fucking Future has... To- oh, yo, Future's made 100 million off of drugs. Future's no, been I never fucking- said that. I said yeah, Scooter. I said Scooter. Bro, even Scooter hasn't done that either. Even on that. And I like Scooter. 100 million off of drugs? They're not allowing you to do. Please. Scooter, I fuck with you, my nigga. Scooter for sure. If you have 100 million off of drugs, you're not becoming a rapper. I'll tell you that much. That's what I'm saying. That's what he thinks. He's a millionaire. 100%. 100% millionaire. But 100 million off of drugs is completely different. And that's what I'm trying to say. He thinks if they made 100 mil, that is going to jail. Gucci said there's only two mans that he knows that that makes more money than him. He said it's Rollo and Scooter. And Scooter. He said he's seen both of them. He said Rollo cleared. I believe that. He said Rollo was clearing 120 a week. I believe it. He said Scooter was clearing 80 G's a week. He's telling you guys over all these years from when we just know about them. But you remember one thing before that. Remember one thing Gucci Man said. I didn't didn't say they have it. I said he made $100 million. Nah, you said they have it when we were arguing. No, I didn't. All right, doesn't matter. Anyways, let's just finish it off. Scooter. Scooter's making money. But a hundred million. And Gucci also did say Gucci was in the street thing. Gucci was never around BMF. So yeah, you seeing them niggas make 80. No, no. Gucci has said like, I, I'm, he said when him and Jeezy were beefing, he's like, I don't understand why. Because I'm rapping for like niggas in the, like on the corner. He was doing with the mafia. Like we're on two totally different levels in his book is when he was saying this. You know what song I like? No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I was trying to, trying to. You better not say that Chris Brown bullshit again. Heat with Chris Brown. Oh, thank you. With that being said, <laughs> we'd like to thank you for joining us today. We're taking your kilo cue. We have one more thing to talk about, but you don't watch basketball like that to talk about the trade deadline. We're gonna say names that you have no idea are. None. So we're gonna let Chris Chef Krima go. But once more, follow us, Chef Krima Inc. on Instagram. And Taste So Good Inc. on Instagram. You heard me. Make sure you look out. Try to get those tickets. February 21st, midnight brunch. And the ticket sale ends on February 19th. You don't have a ticket, you're not getting the food. You heard me? <laughs> All right. You already know what it is. Thank you, Mama. You're welcome. Thanks, Mom. Love Are you. you pausing that? Yeah. I want my picture, too. You think you guys can get a picture of me? No, of course.